Here we go. Three and two and one. Well, Dion, we say it every year, at least I say it every year, that, man, I can't believe we're already to week <laughs> seven or whatever, and, like, the playoffs are right around the corner. I really can't believe this. I have a senior playing. That's that's how fast it's going, right? It goes even faster when you're kind of in the game. But, man, I mean, we're, we're, we're right in the middle of October here, and playoffs are right around the corner. It's week seven for Missouri, week six for Kansas. There's only eight weeks and nine weeks in those two states. Here we go. It's on. Yeah, no, it's uh, it does go by fast, and I think I feel like it's going by faster this year because there's it's not as disjointed as last year was. You know, the starts and stops, and some teams yeah. start starting late, um, and you know, teams missing games. We had some of that early, but it's been pretty clean since yeah since the first couple of weeks of the season. There's been some spots here or there. I mean, you know, down in uh, Class One and Class Two, like Saint Michael um, was supposed to play Southeast this week. Who stopped their season? They were going to pick up Crestridge. Who was supposed to play Lincoln, um, so they got COVIDed out. But that's about it. You know, you've got you've got more people trying to find games from Clinton not fielding a varsity team in Southeast yeah. stopping their season uh, than you do from. Is COVID the Clinton right ripple effect still going? Yeah, Harrisonville's off this week, so Jeez. they're yeah. Excelsior was off last week, and I don't know. Harrisonville got thumped by center. I, I don't know if they want to get back out on the field and play a game or 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 uh, yeah. take a week off. So. No, uh, it's it's going to be an interesting week. It's going by fast, and uh, we'll start off with a hat again this week. I, I, I was nice former uh, yes. employer there. Yes, I've got a few things that say uh, either Metro Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and I think I I don't know if I've got any Spectrum Sports stuff. I don't I don't know if I have any. I don't think I think they got stingier when it went to Spectrum, but uh, that's, that's that's the new name now. That's the new name now. So yeah, no Time Warner Cable Sports Channel. I used to always pick up one or two things. Over time, and I was going through. I didn't really have a good hat this week. I thought about. Um, so I have a St. James hat, but uh, um, that's a one or four team. That was a good win by them. So I don't know. I mean, I was I was kind of looking through. Uh, you know, Mill Valley with a win over Free State was definitely in position. So we'll we'll I see if they, they get a win this week over a great Olathe the West team. Then maybe wear wear it next week. Well, I've got three hats that I could wear, but those teams I think are combined. One and fourteen. Maybe they need they need the mojo. Okay, <laughs> they need they need that vibe put out there in the universe. By the way, this is uh, Snap Tackle Pod. I'm Mick Schaefer of KSHB Forty One Sports. He's Dion Glasso, Preps Casey. We're getting this thing out late, so hopefully you see it Thursday night, Friday morning. But we are heading into uh, high school football uh, weekend here, and it is going by fast. Let's recap about six days ago or so. What happened last week? Because there was a lot. I want to start on the Kansas side, Dion. There were a lot of eye-opening wins. You had uh-huh. China Mission Northwest kind of thumping Lawrence, yeah. right? And all yeah. of a sudden, you got a Cougars team who's, what, three and two. And their two losses are to a, a one-loss Alate the West team who beat Alate the North, who's just mowing down folks, and a Lawrence Free State team who just beat Mill Valley, who only yeah. has uh, one loss on the season, and that's to Alate the North. Yeah, Blake Reeder stepped in at quarterback after playing receiver last year. It took him a while to kind of get his feet underneath him, but uh, you could really see in the last three weeks how he's kind of taking control of that team. And then their tailback, Malik Aotis, or yeah, Oatis. Oatis, I, I think get, it's the Oatis. Yeah, yeah. I, it's you know, I blame my 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 age and my royal fandom on that. Yes, exactly. I want to say, say Oatis every time. Yes, so Oatis, and uh, he last week goes for 100 yards receiving, 100 yards rushing, five total touchdowns. And, you know, somebody was asking about Simone guys, and it's like you think Henry Martin and Mikey Pauly, those are probably your two front runners. Here's a guy at Shawnee Mission Northwest, and they've got some games down the stretch where he may put up some big numbers, and they could be a sneaky, deep team um, when it comes to the postseason because 
they're good when they get their offense going they're pretty good now they've run into some teams the last few years that have slowed them down uh and made them not play their game but uh no i think bo black has has done a fantastic job with that program you see what he's done in that time there, turning yeah. them totally around and and it wasn't just his son and that class and you right. can see what what they had behind it yeah uh, and they were a little, little tough in the beginning but they've gotten it going the last few weeks adelaide the northwest at Gardner, home to Shawnee Mission South, this uh, Shawnee Mission Northwest team that could finish the regular season six and two very easily. Oh, very easily, very easily. Yeah. You know, only the Northwest has improved. Um, they kind of peaked in week one, I think, maybe. Yeah. And they, they got three wins after that, but they're they're kind of facing a little bit tougher teams. I mean, the win over Light the West is impressive. It yeah. is a win, uh, and it's you got to give it to them for what they had. But uh, they, they've stepped up in class a little bit the last couple weeks and, got, and yeah. suffered a couple losses. Uh, Blue Valley, big win over Blue Valley North. We, we talked in the preseason how, okay, how are we going to figure out North, Northwest, and Blue Valley? How's it going to shake out? I feel like Blue Valley's been kind of like that third wheel as we've been mm-hmm. just doing and on at North and Northwest. Well, they jump up back up. They've already beat Aquinas. They jump up, beat Blue Valley North, and say, hey, hey, we're, we're, we're still at the party, too. I thought that was a big win. Yeah, you know, they lost the week one to Blue Valley Northwest, and they haven't lost since. Um Offense has been dynamic. You know, I think we talked about it last week that their, their defense is usually one of the rock. When they're good, their defense is really yep. good. I, I, they don't have as much defense this year, but they, that's they're going out and scoring. And Grayson Holbert and Michael Solomon have really done a great job with that offense. Hol, Holbert, the quarterback, who's a dual threat guy, and Solomon, their tailback. And of course, they've got Davis and Lockett, the two really good receivers who have NFL family pedigrees. Right, exactly. <laughs> Some good genes there. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got all kinds of guys who could do things. Uh, athletically, but uh, no, it's a uh, it's a good group, and uh, I tell you, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see how the how this game uh, how they do this week. They've got me age, and uh, how they do the rest of the way because really they're kind of through their toughest part of their schedule after this. They week. are. I mean, I mean, it's me age and West are very capable. Southwest yes. is. I mean, like that entire EKL, but that's another team that um, yeah could could end up the regular season seven and one. Yeah, very easily, uh, and I you know that's that's a t- Six six A is going to be crazy. Yeah. I just think it's going to be crazy. And you got to be just it's going to be matchups and playing good football. And, and so many of these be. schools, right? You'll have both Lawrence's and Gardner. We're going to be on the west side, kind mm-hmm. of battling it out. And you have those those great EKL schools. I'll tell you, the top of the Sunflower League is really shaping up uh, with you know and the six A schools of, of Free State, uh, Olathe West, Olathe North. Don't forget about Lawrence as well. We talked about Shining North yeah. Northwest. It's a lot of teams that can make runs. It's going to be. You know, just interesting who, who matched up with who. Listen, I, I want to talk to you about this team. At at half, halftime, it was a wow score. It was still eye-opening at the end, but it was 28 nothing Spring Hill over to Soto at halftime down at 5A yeah. in Kansas. Ended up being 28-14. But we talked about that being a sneaky good game last week, and Spring Hill just made sure it, it wasn't. It was it was, it was was all them, all Broncos. Yeah, they dominated the first half in that game, and Adam Burns, who covered it for us, said, said DeSoto, DeSoto is a team – that is young, but they're, you could tell, he goes, you could see when they get clicking in times, mm-hmm. they're still DeSoto and they're tough and they're good at their schemes. He goes, it just, they're not as consistent with it as they have been in years past. He said, but, but uh, Spring Hill just came out and really just dominated. Chris Dalton, uh, their tailback was really good. Fletcher Panky, their quarterback, who doesn't, he's got like 10 or 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. When your quarterback is not throwing interceptions and you're not turning the ball over uh, and you play pretty solid defense, you're going to win a lot of games. And you're seeing that now, and I don't, I don't know where a loss is going to come for um, Spring Hill at this point. And they are off to their first not undefeated the season. Yeah, yeah, now in the regular season, first undefeated start since 1990. Uh, a few weeks ago, I had them on on our site 
as they hadn't won a conference title since 1990. Coach Feedback reminded me that they t- his first year or second year, which I think was 2016, they tied nice. at five and one for, for a conference title. But they haven't had a, a conference title by themselves since 1990. I think they started out 11 and 0 and lost in the playoffs. So yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good run for them right now, and they look legit. I mean, 5A is 5A on the east side is not you know there's some favorites, but it's not like oh wow it's going to be these teams and. And yeah, we could we could see if there could be more players than the typical Mill Valley Aquinas. That's what it's come down to for the last yeah. whatever five or six years. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, I, we always applaud the uh, the Kansas v Missouri games, Missouri v Kansas. Uh, St. James went over across. Uh, actually, it was yeah, St. James went to St. Pius last week, and St. James got their first win. Right, and you look at you look at you look at records. You're like you're what you're. You're like wow, the, the 0 and 14 going to beat Aquinas, but I mean. There are very different schedules that have been yes. played at that point. It's always interesting to see what you have a 4A team in Kansas, a class three team in Missouri, which a lot of times is, is sim- similar in, uh, in school enrollment. But I, I thought that was kind of, kind of another eye-opening win. Well, and, and you look at St. Pius, which technically in enrollment is a class two. Uh, and I was yeah, I emailed with the, yeah, good point. Uh, the, one of the guys who does the stats and sends me the stats, email me, and I go, I said, you guys shouldn't be hanging your head. He goes, oh, no, that was a good fo-. He goes, he goes, they were bigger than us. And he goes, he goes that was a great game for them. And the, the Pius people were like, they, they, I think that I think that is going to be a game they're going to try and play every year, for what I can tell. Cool. Uh, and I think it's a good one between those two teams. And uh, no, I, I think if you're, I think it's the first time that maybe St. James has walked out and said, hey, we're bigger than somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was, and it was probably that, oh, hey, we are a team that's good enough to play for, you know, was playing for a state championship, winning a state championship last year, even though we changed them. And, and they, they're getting better. Um, and, you know, they've, they've developed some more um, players in there. And uh, we were talking with one of the coaches last week, and he said that, uh, you know, Tyler Claiborne's their outstanding receiver. Everybody was just doubling him early. And now they're the, the guy on the other side is developing, so it's opening up their offense a little bit more, so they're getting a little better. That's a team that could probably maybe have two or three wins going into the postseason and maybe in the semis. Yeah. Hey, let's, stay on, let's stay on the um, the Missouri side here, Dion, and that, that plucky underdog, Rockhurst, right, has <laughs> won three in a row. Uh, but against some good teams, it feels like Kelly Donahoe and the Hawkins are kind of coming into form here. Yeah, they're getting healthy. They got a receiver back. They got a quarterback back a couple weeks ago. They kind of just committed to Joe Leggio as their tailback. Yeah, all six foot two, two hundred forty five pounds of him, uh, and he's well. and he's and he's getting the ball thirty plus times a game, averaging six yards a carry. So I mean, he's a load, and until someone stops him, um, they're going to keep doing that. And and. You know, it works off a lot of stuff they like to do anyway, some play action, things like that, fullback leads, things, you know, it's Kelly Donahoe style of football. If you've got a tailback that's real consistent, um, he's, he doesn't need a home run hitter. He just needs somebody who can who can grind it out. And, and their defense is getting better. And the sophomores that they've been starting have been playing a little bit more. So they've got DeSmet this week. Um, they're at DeSmet, so it'll be, a, it'll be a good test for them. they got CBC down the line. They play Blue Springs in a, a few weeks at the end of the season. I don't think that's really that much of a game, but – uh, no, I think it's uh, it'll be interesting to see where Rockard slides in there in the um, district with Ray Peck and Lee Summit North, and those are the top two teams probably in that district in terms of um, what they have. Uh, the district standings don't always reflect exactly where teams are, but uh, no, that's that's going to be interesting because they're also with Joplin and Nixon down south. Down south, so that's kind of an interesting district all the way I mean, around. Football down there is just exploding. Mean, Joplin, uh, Carthage, two of the top yeah. teams in their in their respective classes. Yeah, and, and, you know, Joplin made the state championship game a few years ago. Nixa came up here and beat – or Lisa Mo West lost to Nixa last year and came up here and played uh, Ray Peck in the in the semis. And so, you know, that was a, that was a big game for them and uh, to get to the semis last year. So it's 
there's a lot of good teams. And, and I think that district's going to be interesting because uh, they would go on to play that Dismet CBC Kirkwood district. And yeah. then the Liberty North district would play the other district, which uh, is, I wouldn't say it's not that good. I can't really remember who's in it. So that tells you all, yeah, all you, you need to know. <laughs> hey, shout out side. to Aquinas, by the way. We talk about teams playing from uh, both states. I mean, they, they went on tech, took on the best team in Missouri in any class, uh, CBC, and uh, tough one last week. But, I mean, Aquinas, just the, the schedule. They've got the EKL, and then they're non-EKL teams. They're just taking on powerhouses as well. So they're going to be more than ready for the uh, for the 5A playoffs. One more, one more team on the Missouri side that had a good win last week. I mean, Sinner just hammering what is a really good Harrisonville team. What happened there? Well, I tell you, you know, that they've got some size. They've got some speed. And I think if you can't handle their speed. Um, well, they've always they, had speed. I mean, if they have size, I mean, just I mean, watch out. Well, I, I think, you know, they play Odessa this week. Odessa's won 30 oh, yeah. in a row. And this is as close as they're going to come well, for Odessa's a while. Odessa's played a couple close games. Is your dog, by the way, is that your dog yeah, making all that's the my dog. <laughs> I figured I'd let him out of the kennel this week. And it's see the only did. room in, in Dion's entire house. They only have one room, <laughs> and everybody's just crowded in there. Well, to, for, to let you know, though, he's a he's a ten month old lab puppy. So I mean, he's still a baby, and it's a it's a whole. It, we might as well just had another baby. It would have yeah. been easier than to than to have the lab puppy. But uh, no, I think Center Odessa is a great game. It's it's one of our Remax Big Three games, and and you know what makes Center tough is. They've got a they've got a big physical tailback who's a sophomore, uh, and he is he is really good and he's putting up hundred plus yards a game. And then Joseph, that's Jacory Love, Joseph Vick, their quarterback, is a junior. I was gonna say, uh, is, aren't they almost all juniors on down? I think there's only well, seniors. I, I think that the funny thing was is when we interviewed him for my radio show, uh, Coach Walms always asked about the senior like the first time he talks to a coach and he hadn't really. Yeah, you know, there's 100 teams, so you know you don't have to look at everybody's roster going into the interview. And he's like, "Tell us what you like about your seniors." He's like, "I like them, all three of them." Yeah, <laughs> I think when we did the the season preview, I think they start we started out the story with like, "Here's your 2021 uh, center team." It's also your 2022 center team yeah. because um, is anybody is anybody uh, going to be? Is, I mean, everybody's going to be back and they're going to be better and all that. They're, they are really. Like, I I think that. I think they could be pretty good right now yeah. Um, because I think three is kind of wide open. And, and on their side of the bracket, it's not as, you know, like St. Mary's and Blair Oaks are on the other side. Boonville are on the other side. Yeah. It's basically like, you know, Odessa and, and, and that kind of group right there in St. Pius. I mean, that's it right there. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's uh it's definitely one of those deals where um, I think they're a team that, that is, we're going to find out exactly what they are. Yeah. Um, this I think they're good. I think it should be ranked, and I think if you know if they beat, go to Odessa and beat Odessa, um, they'll be a team that's going to be uh, tough to look tough Absolutely. to beat the rest of the way. Absolutely. All right, let's get to it here. Remax Big Three games. So we'll start with it on the Missouri side. It's Liberty North and Lee Summit North. Are these the two best teams in the city, Dion? Yeah, they might be the two best teams in the state. Who knows? Yeah. Um, they go to the opposite side of the bracket. This could be a state championship. You know, oh, we've, we've so longed great. for the All Kansas City State Championship game. It's never they, happened, right? It's never happened. Even on um, Kansas side, right? No, not even the Kansas. It's it's one of those things to where they, um, you know, back in the day, all the Kansas City schools were in one, you know, district or one quarter of the bracket, and they made, you know, it was never, it was always geographical. It was always there's always going to be there's only one one spot in the final four for Kansas City schools. Yes, yeah, and that's how it was. And then over time, with class six and things moving around. Um, you've had a semifinal that had two Kansas City schools in it. Yeah, uh, and so that's happened a few times. 
And then there's been times when they, they were on the opposite side of the bracket, like Blue Springs and Blue Springs South went to the opposite side of the bracket and went to the state championship game. Blue Springs South won it that year. And Blue Springs, I think, made it to the quarterfinals that year. Um, so there were some times where they – this is probably the best chance because you've got strength in both districts. You've got Liberty North, you've got Liberty, you've got Park Hill South in one district, and then you've got um, Lee Summit North, Ray Peck, and Rockhurst in another. So I, I think there's a good chance of it. You know, CBC, Dismet, those people. You know, the beauty of that is, is that once you get out of your district, you only have to beat one team from right. St. Louis. Um, you don't have to beat two or three teams in class six. So it's a, it's a good thing. I'd like it if they, there's part of me sometimes would like it if they would either reseed um, after, you know, like kind of, you know, somewhere in there. And sure. you know, so you could have four, because sometimes th- there's been years where, only one Kansas City team's in the in the state championship game, and yeah. three of the four best teams. Yeah, and I mean, the year that Blue Springs beat, and I think it's 2012, 2013, Blue Springs beat uh, Columbia Rockbridge in the <laughs> in the state championship game. Yeah, um, a five loss Columbia Rockbridge team. Oh, yeah. and Ray Peck went to Rockbridge and beat them twenty one to seven. Yeah, and the AD at Rockbridge walked off the field and shook Tom Cruise's hand and said, "Hey." hopefully see you in the state championship game. And he goes, he comes off the field. He told me, he goes, state championship game. I'm the sixth best team in my conference. <laughs> right. That's funny. He's like, are you kidding me? It's like, come That's on. Funny. And I mean, you know, Blue Springs went and rolled them just like, I mean, that was that back-to-back 12 and 13, you know, a couple, two, yeah. three NFL players on, on those yeah. squads. So yeah, no, it's uh, definitely was, it's, it's one of those things that we could see. And this, this week is going to be fun. Last week, Park Hill just got shut down by Liberty North. Um, Blue Springs wasn't even in the game with Lee Summit North. I mean, that's expected. The Park Hill team that had just, you know, scored a ton of points the last few weeks got shut down. And that Liberty North defense is tough. It's physical, but so is the offensive line of Lee Summit North. And it's going to be a great matchup. I think, you know, if you if you get big plays, uh, you know, that's that might swing things. It's going to be an emotional game. Um, I think it's – uh, it's going to be probably the biggest. I would bet money. It's probably the biggest crowd's ever seen a game at least on the north. If they, you know, once they get yeah. people in there, um, because Liberty North will travel, uh, and it's not. It's a bigger stadium now. They've done some work to it, but it's still not a huge stadium. So, yeah. And it's neither gonna, team was really one. looking ahead to the big game last week. Just blank. no, no. They did a great job. They're they did a great job. Yeah. So I mean, you can't you can't beat that. Um, all right, here we go. We talked Center Odessa already. That's a Remax Big Three game. Mid Buck. And East Buck, I love it. Mid Buchanan, East Buchanan. That's one of your Remax big three games. Both are undefeated, huh? Yeah, both are undefeated. And last year was the same thing. Uh, East Buchanan was five and zero, and Mid Buchanan was six and zero heading into the game. Uh, they're both six and zero this year. Um, no COVID issues this year, so uh, you know Mid Buchanan is not quite the team they've been the last few years. Uh, they're still pretty good. They're still ranked two in the in the state. Um, East Buchanan, East Buchanan is is a team that's gotten better the last couple of years you know last year Daniel Ritter their coach told us he's like he goes we're real young we just hope to compete and they really didn't compete the first time then when they played the second time they competed a little bit better um so it, it's it's one of those things where they're they're kind of getting better on that but these there's four teams at the top of this conference West Platte Penny Mid Buchanan and East Buchanan and and East Buchanan has played West Platte and Penny and won by a combined three points Mid Buchanan has played Penny and beat them by two points yeah. so these four teams are pretty close so it's definitely a situation where it's kind of a round robin and, and whoever kind of wins that does better in this round robin is going to get the number one seed in the district. Now Penny's in another district, but West Platte's in there with them too. And the t- team that gets home, that's going to get home field and probably, you're probably going to play 
both of those teams, either West Platte or Mid-Buck, if you're East Buck or vice versa, you, you got a good shot of playing both those teams twice. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting how that one shakes out. It's a fun one. It's yeah. it's class one football, north northwestern, you know, northwestern town, but it's really two really good teams. Um, all right, over on the Kansas side, it's fun. We've been looking forward to this week for a couple for a few weeks now because you had Liberty North and Lee Summit North, they're on a collision course for each other. So we're Blue Valley North and Blue Valley Northwest. North's only loss was in overtime to Lee Summit North yes. uh, a couple weeks ago. And they go and drop the uh the game to Blue Valley. So maybe this game loses a little steam, but it's it's two heavyweights, I think, in Kansas uh 6A this year. And, uh, and, and what, what are we going to have like 120 passes thrown this game? They're going to be tossing all over the yard, right? Well, you know, don't, don't count out uh, Northwest running game. And they've done a really good job. Grant's double field. Well, the quarterback, quarterback run game too. Uh, and, and Polly too. Point, yeah. Right? Mickey Polly and Mikey Polly does a great job. And um, no, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to see how it goes. Uh, because I think that, you know, Northwest is the one coming in, even though they're the undefeated team right now, they haven't, they only won one time in like, Six years, I think, in this game. Yes. Um, Blue Valley North kind of like Northwest better. has been the basketball school. North has been the football school. And then last year, I think it's, it flipped, didn't it? Didn't North win the title last year? Let me, let me, uh, or was it Northwest again last year? That won between these two? Let me let me check. I'm, I'm on the KC website. This is how quickly you can move around, by the way. Check out prepskc.com. Uh, you can get up-to-date scores. And I was saying in basketball, I thought I thought North won the state title last year. Oh, Blue Valley North? Yeah. No, Derby they, won. No derby one. Yeah. That's the isn't that the answer to a lot of things. No that, derby that one. Is, that is the answer. <laughs> to a lot of uh, I thought you were talking about the game. So oh, yes, last year. last year Blue Valley uh, Northwest lost to North. Yes, North so I think they beat them one time in the last to, uh, twenty-seven, and then um, last year North got all the way to the state championship game and lost to Derby fifty-six thirty-one. Yeah. So no, it's uh, it, it, it's going to be a good one. I think, you know, I think the team that that blue Valley North is they're going to step back up and get, get going. Yeah. Um, but I think that Northwest is the one that's coming in with all kinds of motivation. And I think they really want to <laughs> see him. Here he yeah. is. Say hi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think that they'll definitely, it'll definitely be a good one. And, and uh, I, I, I like to see how the defenses match up. I, you, you think it's just going to be a shootout, but there's no guarantee of that. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of comparative games, and these two have basically played the same schedule so far. So if you can glean from those transit properties anything. There's plenty of evidence there. So we'll <laughs> oh, you're making me have nightmares. Like, nightmares yeah. of my 11 year old's math work that I do with him almost every yeah. night. So yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, two other Kansas game blue uh, games: Blue Valley and Bishop Miege, and then and that's at Miege. Like the West. At Mill Valley, thoughts on thoughts on those two games? Well, you know, I, I like the way Miege is playing. I, I think that went over Blue Valley West is pretty good. I, Blue Valley West is a tough team to play. Um, Blue Valley's offense is, is playing really well. Um, so I think Miege's defense, this is gonna they're gonna find out who they are uh, this week. I mean, I think we're gonna find out what they can what you know what they can do. Um, they've gotten better the last few weeks, and I think they're they're you know beating Aquinas, beating Blue Valley West. Those are two good wins. Playing Rockers tough uh, all the way down to the last few minutes of that game. Um, was a good one for them. Uh, and then Blue Valley, if they can get their defense off a little bit, I don't know if you can beat them because their offense is so dynamic right now. But they're, they have a lot of – you know, a lot of teams are engaged with them for a long time. So, uh, no, I think that's a good one. Mill Valley and, and Olathe West, and, you know, Mill Valley, I, I picked them to beat Free State. Um, the size differential kind of got them there. Um, I, think, I, I think I was buying into the, well, they're Mill Valley, they're going to keep winning. Yeah, Doing yeah. full and well, this is more of a rebuilding year. And uh, this – <laughs> 
I think that Olathe West is a, is a dangerous team. They've already shown up with beating Olathe North. Um, they're, they're in that mix. And, you know, we're talking about we just rattled off like five or six, six, eight teams who legitimately can go to a state championship game. And I Olathe think it's a West strong a, year on the east yeah. side for 6A. I think uh, uh, the sad the sad fact is I think we've got six teams who can get there, but I don't know if we got any. Yeah, yeah, who's going to be able to beat Derby? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So no, it's uh it's definitely a good group to say the least. Absolutely, and maybe some of those teams like Lawrence or Lawrence Free State uh, along the way can run into Derby and uh, get you'd their hope. get their shot. You'd hope. Yeah, you'd hope. I mean, that dog. I mean, let's let's wrap this <laughs> up here. <laughs> What's your dog's name? Because I want to credit. Him or her? Angus. Angus. Angus? Come here, Angus. Angus, come here. All right. I'd like to credit for Dion Clisso and <laughs> Angus Clisso's paws. Uh, Me carpet floors. That's the deal, yeah. Well, yeah, we, we just switched off the carpeting to the, uh, to the hardwood. So, yeah, right. it's definitely a lot louder down here. For dog Sorry and man, I am, uh, I'm just a man. Uh, Mick Schaefer. Uh, we'll see you next time right here on Snap Tackle Pod. Have fun on Friday nights.